Greetings. Good evening. Good evening on this Friday. Could be Monday. Could be any day by the time you listen to this video. So it doesn't have to be Friday, but I'm in my Friday zone. And the Friday zone is a special zone. Got my little Essentia water. I'm not getting paid to show this or even talk about it for those who are listening to my the podcast. But, you know, I'm in a space. A nice, cool space. A pleasant space. I talked to you for one, so I'm definitely feeling good. But it's a great space, you know? I think that space is... Uh, is needed these days, right? More than anything. You know, uh, oh boy, even though this guy called me back. Um, it's a it's a good feeling when you are able to know your value. You know what I'm saying? Know your value. Know, know, know no matter when the world is saying you're weird or different, you know you like, eh-eh, shit ain't going to work. I was taught love. <laughs> I was taught love. It ain't going to work. You know, I remember I used to tell a very important individual. He used to say some meat. I said, you don't mean that. <laughs> you don't really, you don't mean that. You're saying that, but you don't mean that. And what I mean by that is when you're taught love and a person may say some crazy things, you're like, you're saying it because you're angry. And then that would be a dysfunction if I thought that was a loving thing, but I know you're angry because I know you love me. You know what I mean? So these are the things that you want to embrace and say, well, love is something that is very, very uh, rare these days. We have obsessions, we have uh, desires, and some of us are chasing things. Like I told you, yesterday was a day, a crazy day for me. Yesterday was a day of a very dysfunctional expression. I've had a friend to admit to me that he's, you know, um, trying to use a girl for his future, which he actually really loves her. <laughs> then I actually heard my other man that has everything that a man could want, and he's frustrated. He didn't realize that. Um, but I also see things differently. I know as we look at these people in our lives called influencers and celebrities, I've learned that they're... Uh, shout out to Elsmooth253. Shout out to Sir. Um, I heard... I feel that they're head of the common parent. They're head of the common hero. Um, social media is accessible it's it's sometimes it could keep you aware sometimes you could learn a thing or two but the, some of the purest individuals i know just read a lot of books they read a lot of books the purest individuals read a book whether it's a bible whether it's a book they're the pure ones but not saying that they're not addicted to one thing you may not be addicted to the internet but you may watch a lot of news one way or another you find yourself being part of something that in most cases, most people would take advantage of. But as a black man, I know that we have a struggle 
and I know that the struggle is identity. You know, uh, <laughs> I have to say this. I, I always try to give a testimony of something I did. So I've seen a neighbor today. New neighbor moved on a block, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, do white folks move in the black neighborhoods anymore? Do black folks even move in middle-class black neighborhoods anymore? Why is it every time you look to the left and right, God damn, what, why? Why? What, what, what is it? Why is it no matter what we do, there's more of us? Can't we see an attractive woman moving to the neighborhood? Can't we see a woman that could move in a neighborhood without putting uh, 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 some shit on her head and just wearing a pair of Nikes? Like, can we just see some motive? Like, oh, okay. You see the ghetto mother. You know there's no father with her. You know she's going to have two, three rug rats. God damn. There's a... Even me, as a black man, I judge that. She totally fucked me up. I was like, you got to be fucking joking me. Of all the people that could have been parked to live next door, man, unfucking believable. I, I can't, like, I can't. We have to look at the things because now that's implemented in myself. Now, even with all the love that I grew up with, I still see that our people are the enemy. Right, but you look at the white man and may say, "Oh yeah, there goes the the neighborhood's getting better. We got a white neighbor, an attractive Latin woman next door, some shit like that, an Asian person." Yeah, because we don't see that as fear. We don't see that as destruction. You know, you got an Asian moving to the neighborhood. Neighborhood's gonna do better, right? Don't mean that you're gonna be part of it, <laughs> but shit, they're gonna do better. They know black motherfuckers. They know y'all niggas will fuck a neighborhood up, but y'all niggas keep the property value down. They know you do. They know you do. So, with that being said, I was feeling a little way because I was just like, yo, you got to be kidding me. Like, this shit's been vacant all this time, man. But I, like, who are the ones moving? But then I'm also thinking of how do people feel when they live in an area in Arizona and they got they building all these new houses because one of my friends is about to go to Arizona and they're like, oh boy, here we go again. Another nigger moving in here. I mean, this is this this is what they may be saying. They probably saying the same thing that I said. <laughs> my friend, she's a retired police officer. She's selling her condo. Asians bought it. She's moving to Arizona from New York. She got this nice house. Wonder what the neighbors are saying there. Goddamn. Single black woman at that. Oh, fuck. We're fucked. You see a black couple moving? That's some upscale shit. Especially with no kids. Because you're like, okay, black couple. That's that's pretty dope. A black. That's, you know, you, you don't take that. You see the black man and woman, you're like, okay, this is good. Black, but the black man and the kids and the woman even is still okay because you know what I mean. You got, you got that man there. When I see a black woman move in with children, I already know there's no dad involved automatically, and that's the first judgment I did when I seen the sister. So as I'm driving down the block and I'm thinking about that, I'm like, damn, Nate, that's kind of harsh. You know, if you had seen the Latin woman that moved up in that motherfucker with two sons, you would have been all over her ass. And, 
you move the white girl or the Asian woman, it'll be all good. Because they're less likely. Maybe the Spanish woman may not have a, a baby's father, but the Asian and that white one's usually going to have a father around. The poison of us. Like, nobody hates us more than us. Nobody hates us more than us. Nobody. Because if you look at it from the perspective of a white person or a non-black person, it could always be, well, maybe you're racist. But with us, what do you call it? It's not not racism. (laughs) It's self-hate, right? God damn, there's another one of us coming in. Fuck. Fucking niggas. We use the word nigga more than they do. Yeah, I know it was bad we heard the dude from French using the nigga word, but we use the word nigga more than anybody. Why can't we find the truth? Wow, you know what, new sister? How you doing, darling? Nice to meet you. She wasn't attractive. So that's automatic, you know what I'm saying? Like, attractive motherfuckers different. But most cases are unattractive women. So now you start having a resentment for your race. Oh, fuck. That could have been a plain-looking Asian, plain-looking white girl, plain-looking fucking Hispanic woman. She would have looked better than this black woman. Because that's what we're talking. That's how we think. If she was attractive, I probably wouldn't have been that hard. If I said, I would have been like, oh, shit. Who the fuck? I wouldn't give a fuck about the two, three kids. And she may be the neighbor that may be fucked up. She may be the one that's going to turn the whole shit upside down. So as I drove and I thought about it, I said, wow, you know, that was really, I just judged that situation bad from the jump. And then I said, you know what, Nate? Because you black, you know, we in pain. Yeah, Nate, you was taught love. You should know better, Nate. But that shit is instilled in us from hundreds and hundreds of years. So prior to my last video that we did, my last past lecture that we talked about, dysfunction. Well, there's a form of dysfunction that we see people have that didn't have family, friends, and daddy wasn't there. I had all that. But the dysfunction of me not loving my brothers and sisters. The the function of me knowing that when they move into the neighborhood, I'm more upset than a white person. White person looking at me like they're not sure if I'm cool. I'm like, no, I don't like it. I don't want this motherfucker here. I don't want him next door. I know it's going to be problems. There's going to be drugs over this motherfucker. It's going to be disrespect. And one of them little niggas, when you tell them to do what they do, they're going to pull out a gun. It's pain. The pain of us not even having a love. Bad enough we're living in this zone now with dysfunction and hatred and depression and, you know, all this division of everything. I wanted to say this. Black people are in pain more than any race on earth. Now, I know this is something where people are like, Nate, I knew you was going to say this. Great. Thank you. We are. Our family structure, the fact that we're no longer second-class citizens. We're not first-class citizens. We're definitely not second-class. Now we're third. We used to be second-class. We got demoted. Hispanics took that shit over because of their family structure. When they see each other moving in, they, they embrace it. Oh, yeah, more Spanish people. That's great. We see more niggas moving. We're like, oh, fuck. Nobody hates that more. Listen, a, a nigga from the hood could move out of the hood. And want to change for better. And they are not, there's no welcome for them. Not at all. 
Mother's wearing fucking Jordans. Kids wearing Jordans. This bitch is going to be on some reckless shit. She's going to date a whole bunch of dirty motherfuckers that's going to use her. This is going to fuck my neighborhood up. We don't even want to take a chance in knowing because we almost believe we're 100% right. And we can't say 100% right because I don't know you. I don't know her. Just from the judgment of here we go again. And, and, and maybe I'm right. It's pain. The other day, I was pulled over by the cops, right? And it was a checkpoint. So there's a guy, there's a cop sitting on the corner that you can't make the right turn. So he said, could you pull over? So he already, think where I'm going is like, let me just say this early. You know, he already fucking marked me. Black man driving a black nigga car. Nigga car. I got a nigga car, do. Ain't gonna say what it is, but it's a nigga car. Instead of me making a right turn to the projects, he probably thought I was going that way. He's like, oh, he judged me on that. He's like, well, listen, you gotta stop over here at the thing, you know, letting me know. I'm like, all right, no big deal. I ain't got shit to hide. As a black man, hey, hey, fuck it. I'm gonna prove these motherfuckers I ain't got nothing to hide. Yeah, what? So I get over there, and the guy's like, yo, can I see your license registration? I said, yeah, sure. No license, your license. Yo, I couldn't find my license. <laughs> I couldn't, yeah, I lost my fucking license. I lost my license. Like, I'm looking for this shit, I'm looking for it. I'm like, listen, you know what I mean? I know the number to it. Long story short, cops seen it. I was like, yo, he's clearly lost his shit. You can see that he's not bullshit. I got the lights all on the car. My wallet, I really did lose it. But if you want to check my information, I here's a couple other IDs, and this is my license number. You say the guy said the cop said, "You know your number?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I know my number." And he's like, "You know what?" So I heard him say to the guy, "Like, you know, in the future, man, you just take a picture of it." I'm like, "Yo, that's true. I didn't think of it. That, uh, that's something I would do." He's like, "Listen, um, should we write him up? We gotta write him up because I guess the sergeant seen it, so the dude was like, "Yo, just let him go." I heard it. He's like, "Yo, just let him go. Just let him go. Let him go." So I said, "I right, fuck it." And um, as I drove off, I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yo, is that black man, boy, boy, like, like they're trained to literally go to, to, like, pulling over that white man is not as bad and dangerous as that black man, just off the, off of the sight. So the same sight that that first cop told me to do when he pulled me over to tell her to go over to them motherfuckers is the same shit I did when I see this black sister moving to my neighborhood today. I'm guilty to that. I am. I'm guilty to that because we are so much in pain. Our love for each other is in question. The same way you may see that one sister moving in and trying to get her life together, we look at it like, bitch, why couldn't you have fucking went somewhere else? Now you're not attractive, so that makes it worse. Now you're ugly. On top of that, you're ugly, you're black. Now it's like, well, damn, what are we saying? Can it be an ugly Hispanic woman? When these cops seen me, they just seen a black, big black man in a fucking car with a face mask on. Ain't like you could tell a nigga to take it off right now because we live in a time. You got to keep that shit on. But it's three o'clock in the morning and there's about eight guns out in this motherfucker. 
If I do the wrong fucking move, I'm dead. I literally could be like, I could do some YouTube shit and be like, ah! And them niggas would be like, click, click, and I could die. Just, just because of my skin color. Because they not fighting me. They shooting. I know that. As a black man, I know that. I know that would be foolish to do. So with that being said, if you know something such as us, we're looked upon as the enemy to society, but we don't even have the same love for ourselves. We're taught love, but we ain't taught the love ghetto motherfuckers. We ain't taught the love low crash killers. We ain't taught to love nothing ghetto. No ghetto motherfuckers. That's what we're taught in that black community. Stay away from that ghetto motherfucker. He'll kill you. Watch that cop and watch that ghetto motherfucker. But then reality, it was the cops were cool. The one dickhead cop was actually the one that pointed me out. You know what I'm saying? In the very beginning, they told me to stop over there. That was some bullshit. But as a black man, this is what I got to do. To everybody outside of black, we got to prove ourselves. But to our black folks, we don't love each other. Under conditions. If the woman was attractive, maybe she was lighter skinned. You know, you see a dark skinned woman move in a neighborhood, she ain't that track. You see that little yellow bone, you're like, oh shit. And that's not true for me entirely, because there was a motherfucker that walked out that lives on the block and she's horrible. Terrible, fucked up attitude, yellow, no baby's daddy around, no fucking man. No father, most likely, no fucking baby's daddy, just drama. Literally. So that wasn't the case, but it was the case in a sense where, what if? Now you got to think about colorism, how we judge things. Chick was light with a big old fat butt, but now the chick looking like one of these Nature Valley chicks with a fucking ham hock on her head with a whole bunch of little dirty motherfuckers. And even now I didn't see her with kids, I assumed it already because of her car. She got an SUV, so that means she got niggas. She got kids. You know, our pain is judgment. We as black folks, we are judged. We are judged all day because we judge and we are judged. We are more judged than any of us because we judge each other. You see a white dude that had moved, that had been a white man, I would have been like, oh, right on, man, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? We got a white neighbor. You see a nigga, you're like, oh boy, let's that motherfucker work for transit, work for the sanitation, well, here we fucking go. Most cases, we don't see the black man because the black man it's not the one really doing the moves. So usually the black woman has to survive. She got to take care of her kids. It's a little different. So I very seldom, even in the moving business, I don't usually move black men as much because most black men like to, to live off a woman. I ain't saying <laughs> all the ones that y'all see, but what I see, you know what I mean? Like most of my black customers are females. It's not male. Ain't too many black brothers calling for a moving job. You know what I mean? And it's that because I'm going to stay repping the dark skin Afro-American dude of the game. Yeah, I hear you. 
the 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 shout to unison. The the reality is that we have pain for f- hundreds and hundreds of years, and we're not changing. The evolution of us changing is still in limbo because of our pain. Um, we tend to give cops. Well, for me, I tend to give cops a different impression because I ain't trying to get shot. But then the nigga in the street, you know that motherfucker shoots you quicker than a cop or just as quick, so you got to watch him. It's, shout out to Wiser Scholar. What up, big bro? It's it's really, really something we are suffering with. And there's another sister on the block I remember I judged her. I'm like, man, here we fucking go. Big mouth ghetto motherfucker. But until I seen her get on the, the, the bus, she has a special needs daughter. And I seen how that daughter has to come off the bus. I don't talk about her since that day. I left her the fuck alone. It took me to see that and say, wow, you know what? That's frustration in itself. You know what I mean? A lot of people couldn't do that. A lot of people couldn't put themselves in a position. We don't know what happened to the daughter, whether it happened to the accident or she was born that way, but I gave her quicker respect because I said, you know what? This is a whole different level of taking care of children. You know what I mean? Uh, plus she has kids also that's you know, non-special needs, but still this one particularly. But I never see a man around. That could cause pain. It's like a a triple effect. It's a ripple effect. And that's why we're caught the way we are. I could come to these white cops and, you know, let's be respectful because I don't want these niggas doing no crazy shit, but I see my next door neighbor and I'm just like, God damn, ain't this a motherfucker. This is bad. We're in pain more than any race. We don't like us. We love us to a degree. We love being black to a degree. We love being united to a degree. But on the first essence, no. The neighbor I told you, the light-skinned one, she had a little attitude. And she probably got attitude because all her life she'd been meeting niggas because she was a light-skinned pretty bitch. And she feels that she, you know what I mean, is entitled to a lot of shit. So the attitude shows in her face. To say good afternoon to her is almost like, why are you speaking to me? When the other sister would have probably been like, wow, thank you, you know what I mean? Like, because she looked, I looked, and I was like, yeah, fuck that. You know, I know better because I wasn't raised that way. I wasn't raised by, I was raised by two incredible parents. Yes, he knew the difference between a, a chicken head or a pigeon or whatever, whatever, but treat people respectfully, don't judge. You know what I'm saying? Try not to quick the judge, but the judgment, negative side of me, I tend to do that quickly because I'm out here. I'm in the streets. One way or another, I'm out here. So I got to think quick. Like, so when I see a motherfucker, something ain't looking right, I'm automatically like, uh oh, here we go. And in most cases, I've been right. Not all the time, but in most cases, I've been right about this. You know, there's a dude around my way. He likes driving his car like he, the exhaust is loud on his Benz. On his, fuck Benz, I don't say Benz. Mercedes. So it's loud. And I say, he's going to fucking wrap this car around a pole. As soon as I said that shit, he crashed it. 
Now he got the car back three months later. I guess he didn't have no full coverage insurance, so he did what he had to do. And I'm hearing him back out there again. I say, he's going to fucking smack that bitch in the wall. He's not black. He's Arab. Arab, brother. Is there pain to him? No, there'd probably be more pain if he was a black person. I'm like, black motherfuckers just can't stop. Motherfucker want to go up and down the block making all this noise. Arab nigga like, yo, this nigga gonna crash and shit. See the difference? We are hard on each other because we're in pain. The pain of judgment, the pain of you're the same person that's being judged on television. That shit rickled effect over here. They fuck with you in LA, nigga. We doing the same shit over here. I'm minding my business, driving my car, going home. Niggas pull you over because of what? I guess I don't fit the part of a police officer. So now I got to be careful. So none of these motherfuckers in here thinking now I did have my phone in my hand. I'm watching one of my videos. I just left the studio. So that shit is going, but the face is down, but they could hear like, it's just audio. So they knew that they knew I wasn't talking to nobody on the phone. And if it is the talking, I'm talking to myself. They don't know me enough to know that's my voice. When I'm outside, I tend to do that. I'm not going to lie. I tend to be a little different on my own brothers and sisters versus a non-black person. And most people can relate. I tend to do that. I tend to feel that when it's us, why is it that we don't see classy us? Why is it that we don't see black couples moving in of a class level. Well, my, my, my the next door is actually like that. The other one, next, he's, 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 he's official. He's a good dude. But again, she moved in there with her husband and they built them two kids right in that house and they've been there since. That's different. Wife's a little stuck up, you know what I mean? She's a little, you know, she's a little stuck up, but I guess she can do that. You know what I mean? I give her the pass for that because it's like, hey, you know what? I would say some black nigger, flag, black folk shit, but she got something to be proud of. She wants the best, but she's learned me now where she's like, wow, you know what I mean? These neighbors are better than all. These are the neighbors we need to fuck with because she realizes that the neighbors around are the ones we concerned about. We never know who you're going to move in, man. That's just how life is. Like, you can have a perfect situation, everything going well, and then somebody just comes in and fucks it up. A neighbor, a developer, I don't care where you live. That's why it's so important for us as people to get beyond this pain, innovate. You know, I was in a store today, and I seen these pretty cool chips. They're called Howl's New York Kettle Chips. And they were sweet. Sweet potato, kettle cooked potato chips. So I look back at the thing, 260 calories. It seemed like it was pretty cool for a cool little snack, whatever. It's a Friday, so I figured I'd pick out. But what was great about it was, this is it, you see it here? Howl's kettle chips. And um, it's, it tastes pretty good. I mean, you know, the more healthy it is, the better it's not going to taste away. But it's glutton-free, no artificial colors and flavors. But the greatest part about it says New York born on the bottom. See that there? Check it out. New York born. See it? New York born. And what I liked about that was it gave me this idea. So I'm like, you know what, man? Like, 
this is what I'm talking about. I would love to see us do more. A what? Hold on, I'm looking on the camera here. I would love to see more of us do this. Instead of us watching everybody, I would love to see more of us become more innovators and do more. I think I think the more and more people can say, you know what? I'm working on some potato chip. I want to do a potato chip line. We're going to get everything patent, copyright, and we're going to, I got like amazing flavors, healthy, no glutton-free. I feel that if we get more into that, I can stop looking at us as if a group, because we're all in pain together, but if we innovate, we can show people like, yo, don't believe everything you see. You know, that neighbor that I have could probably have been in the game. She probably would have been in the game on a level of, hey, maybe she is a producer in creating something like this. Like, all of us can't be rappers and fucking damn drug dealers, right? So if we could actually see, or maybe her son, maybe her son's like, hey, I got this potato chip that I'm trying to do. Something so common, like everybody eats a potato chip, so why can't we? This shit is New York born. This is a house beverage, Mass Pest New York. That's in Queens. HowlsNewYork.com. So I'm reading the ingredients, everything. You know, this is this is extraordinary. So it brought me to make this video. And I said, you know what? If we can start doing more things like this, just common things, just anything. It could be a product. I mean, I'm using that potato chip as a good example because it's here made in my, my city. But we can do more. Then there'll be less judgment and there'll be less pain. It's kind of like the best way to deal with pain is be creative. So when you're feeling down, you lift yourself up, you do something, right? We don't have to smoke crack and go sell drugs and do a scam and shoot a motherfucker. Like, can't we do something different than that? You understand what I'm saying? Like, I feel as if we need to challenge ourselves by breaking. Breaking the stereotypes by getting out of our pain. The next door neighbor doesn't have to be a future rapper. You can make a potato chip. You could have a potato chip line. You could probably get an investor that's willing to invest with you because he didn't know what the fuck to do when you're the brain. You're the brain. You're, you're the person that thinks of this, they love your idea, they'll put the money behind it, they'll trust you and we can have another black person that could just prove to us like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Because we're in pain. A lot of us dislike each other and I know it because I'm 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 like that when it comes to I love, but I know I'm in pain in a sense of, yeah, black neighbors moving in. Oh, we're fucked. It's a sister big mouth you. You ain't gonna be able to tell her shit. Be disrespectful. You gotta get a fucking gun to deal with this motherfucker. Brother gonna come over there first thing. He go, yo, I love killer nigga. That's how we tuned. But we don't do that to that white man. Oh, no. White man knows that. A white man knows at the end of the day, they know how we kill each other. So he's prepared. But we don't even realize, they don't even realize we don't pay attention to them as the enemy. 
They they're the, they could come in the neighborhood and buy shit up. See, when I see white folks moving in, there's a ignorant side, there's a positive side, right? So the ignorant side is, yo, that's cool, got some white folks, less crime. Ignorant side is that we're not realizing is that that motherfucker's trying to wait for you to die to buy your crib. They don't want you there in most cases because they know how you fuck neighborhoods up. And you know you know how you fuck neighborhoods up because you don't want them there. You don't want no ghetto motherfuckers there. You're happy with the fact that they're there, but they don't want you there. They're like, hey, Nate, well, we appreciate you, but we don't want your fucking ass here either, nigga. We believe the neighborhood should be upscale because once it's not black, the value goes up. Black neighborhood versus a white neighborhood. Black middle class neighborhood versus a black, uh, a low middle class, excuse me, a, a white middle class neighborhood. What do you think is going to be higher? What do you think? Do you do you think the black middle class neighborhood, well, Atlanta, nigga, you're in the South. You might as well go and fucking go in the cornfields. That is the fucking South. That don't even count here in America, especially up here in the North. We don't even pay that any attention. That's retirement. We go out there for retirement, nigga. We'll come to you. We'll come to you when I fucking retire. I'll get this New York check and I'll move my ass down there. We It doesn't even count. It's the South, nigga. When you think of slavery, slavery was going on not in the fucking city. It was going, in a, yeah, we had it in the city, but it was going in the South. We think of slavery in cornfields. It wasn't happening on 125th Street, nigga. When niggas was on 125th Street in the slavery days, remember, motherfuckers was in the cotton fields in fucking Georgia in the 90s. I'm not trying to be funny, but it's true. Hey, they just fucked up. It's just it's, it's, it's true. So we don't see the South as an upgrade, but now we're trained to because developers got smart. Shout out to Ann Fresh. What up, Big Ant? Developers got smart. Developers said, you know what we got to do with these diggers? What we got to do with these niggers, we need to take them out of the city. Get their fucking asses. How do you get a nigger from up north to sell his fucking house? You build in the South. That's a fact. How do you get a nigger to sell their fucking five-generation home? How do you get a nigger to sell their block? How do you get a nigger out of the city? You build in the South. Put them in the most hardest part of the South. Throw a couple of builders up there. Let them feel like it's fucking New York City. Yeah, yeah, have a couple of little barbecues. That, you know, niggas love that shit. That's great. Build in the South. Yo, I could get a mini mansion down there for 400000 Yes, you can, because you're in the South. It's cheaper. Everything in the South is cheaper than New York. Everything. Well, what about food, nigga? Yeah, the chicken probably costs more. Yo, eat a lot of that motherfucker out there. Shout out to Hot Stuff. What up, Hot Stuff? What up, baby? <laughs> it's the truth. Thank you, doll. I appreciate you. Shout out to Sis. What up, Sis? Oh, let me give a shout out to all my peoples here. Hold on. Shout out to Shout out to Unison. Oh, they got a star now? Oh shit, they got a star now. We can show love back to y'all. Dope. This is dope. Okay. I'm using this new thing that we have here. We could use a star. That's dope. So shout out to Wise the Scholar. Shout out to G Money. Shout out to Ann Fresh. Let me know how that looks. Y'all get the star when I send it back like that. Shout out to Rex Sing the Blues. What up, big bro? 
Oh, shit. What up, what up, player? Shout out to Red Six of Blues. Shout out to Tomboy. Where I'm from, Latinos have moved into the hoods, fixed up the properties, and niggas I know that beef with other hoods suddenly don't have a problem because they don't look like them. Yep, it's true. Even Spanish people, that that that, that the Spanish people moving in a black neighborhood is an upgrade. Anything is an upgrade other than us. We can move into any neighborhood. <laughs> Nobody wants us there, man. Shout out to Red Six and Blue. Red said, "How is it in New York City? I be work. I be working over there. Oh man, it's 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 amazing. I mean, but the thing is, with New York City, it's a different dynamic because they don't know who you are. So they, they, that Black Lives Matter shit in Manhattan is different because you can be a dirty looking black dude, but you're moving into this building in seven thousand dollar a month apartments. He got to be somebody. So don't fuck with him. He ain't your ordinary nigga. Here, outside of the city, we see the situation." different we see the situation on a level of here we go with our self-hate here we go with our judgments of our brothers and sisters because of our pain when we when a black man sees a dark-skinned black woman he thinks of her as a slave girl oh go out there in the fucking cornfields go pick up some cotton that's how we think of her we think of roots Niggas are like, I never thought of that. Yeah, when you were a kid, you probably watched Roots and every woman in that fucking show that was in a field picking that cotton up looked like Kuta Kente. So you said, you know what? As you got older, you said, no, fuck that. I don't want no woman looking like that. Because that's that's what the mode of a black woman was. So when you see a black sister come out here and she's wearing a fucking bullshit on her head and you know a, a bonnet on her head, you're like, God damn, bitch, because it's from that's from the slavery days. Look at any female slave, what they had in their head back then. Them niggas wasn't wearing baseball caps. It's fucked up out here. Got our bottles on deck. Yes, yes. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and this is what I love the most. I love when I got the ladies here to learn this truth. You know? <laughs> she said, oh, you didn't say anything. I'm serious. That's why a lot of black men are so obsessed with non-black women. Because the slaves taught us that the niggas, y'all fucking sit in the damn field. We'll bring the fucking niggas inside. So the field niggas, y'all go house niggas, you come in the house. You motherfuckers don't look like them black ugly asses because they they said black was ugly. The, the, the white slave master taught us that. He, he taught us that black is ugly. But he knew black didn't crack because he knew that the field nigga, that motherfucker's head, he not cracking for shit. Field niggas ain't cracking. He didn't tell you that part. He didn't tell you that them big old fat black asses was on them black women. He ain't tell you that he was running up in there and creating babies, baby coming out with golden hair and shit, light skin with... He didn't tell you that these dark-skinned women and his his sperm together was making incredible children. They didn't tell you that. They told you that your black woman's ugly because they wanted your black woman. They love that skin. They didn't tell you all the situations when them homosexual slave masters, they wasn't fucking them house niggas. They was trying to get them big black dark-skinned motherfuckers with them 40-inch dicks. But they call him, oh, get your ugly ass out of here. You see this shit in Django? The ugliest motherfuckers on Django was dark-skinned dudes, right? So they put them all there, took their teeth out. You know what I mean? But they wasn't telling you the niggas was the strongest. 
The motherfucker was fearless. The house nigga, they kept inside. They didn't want him to get dark. He, he, he was weak compared to that black man. So we grew up with this mentality. And we started thinking like, oh, yeah, man, fuck these men. Fuck that. I like me a mamacita. I like me a Latina. I like me a yellow, yellow woman. Think about it. You 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 can talk to me right now as a black man, and you can talk to me with a dark skin one. You gonna be like, you ugly black bitch. You gonna do the same shit the slave master told your black woman. You gonna do the same shit. You ugly black bitch. Nobody gonna want you, and she gonna be going in the ass because she been she 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 been told that from her uncle and everybody all her fucking life, and she ain't going for it because you a black man. You shouldn't even have known to call her that. But you're doing the slave master's work. And the slave master see you marry his white woman. He said, whoa, listen, that shit when it went down 100 years ago, this black motherfucker knows 400 years ago, this black motherfucker, he know we wouldn't have did that. We know we would have fucking hung his ass. But we think it's a privilege. Yeah, I got me a white joint. Wait till I have kids with her. My kids are going to look better. My kids ain't going to look like Kuta Kente. My kids are going to look like motherfucking Kim Kardashian's kids. They're going to be golden. Yeah, that's the pain. We in pain. Now some of us bleach our skin. We go to fucking Africa and put some cake soap on our face. Then we make excuses. Well, you know, I wanted a different look. No, it's just because you wanted to look like that house, nigga. Your ancestors was doing this shit years ago, going through this hell, trying to make shit better for y'all, sacrificing everything. Y'all didn't learn shit. Pro, t- pro self TV says slavery is a crutch and an excuse not to build, provide, or protect. I disagree with that. That's not true. You've been talking to Kanye. That's not true. It's not an excuse. It's true. Slavery is not a crutch. It's not an excuse. Slavery is the reason why we're in pain. I just told you if my if my neighbor, if she was a light skinned woman with big ass and titties, I would have not responded the way I did today. That was the slave mentality. I wasn't on a bigger than mindset. You've been listening. If you're listening to Kanye West, you're going to be like, well, you know, slavery is no excuse. It is an excuse because we doing it. The minute you say, I don't want to deal with my sisters, you don't want to deal with your brown skin and dark skin sisters. Let's keep it a buck. You like red bone and your epitome of a dark skinned woman is a woman on the field. Talk about, I'm going to do with this. That, that's what your epitome is. When you see that light skinned dude walking with his hands in the pocket versus that dark skinned motherfucker, you know, it's a big difference. Even you as a black man, you know it. We give dark skinned people hell. And we, we put light skinned women on a pedestal, light skinned people on a pedestal. We do. There we go, Mr. White. It's a, it's a fact. So Pro Self TV, you know, you got this emoji there. That's a little little childish, a little childish, a little childish. Pro Self TV with an emoji of you laughing. And you're using the concept of, you can't go by what Kanye says. Kanye West is in pain. He's all fucked up in the head. This nigga's walking around, and he don't know where to go. His woman left him for a fucking broke-ass comedian, and he's worth fucking $7 billion. He's all fucked up. 
Tommy Boy says, I'm darker brown skin. I prefer dark skin that's sadly red. That's rare. You don't hear that. That's rare because most white women would want to suck your dick. Most Latin women would have fucked the shit out of you. Most, most, most Asian women would love to have your kids. I know Tom Boy's like, hmm, shit on another case, Nate. You, you are? Yeah, that's a fact. In the porn industry, light-skinned men get no respect. You got to be black. Because the blacker, the bigger the dicks. That's not a myth. Dark-skinned niggas usually got bigger dicks than light-skinned niggas. Light-skinned niggas make better-looking women. Think about it. If you got a big, dark-skinned gay man that's trying to be a woman, you look, you got a light-skinned woman with, with feminine features, who you think is going to pull it off? Feminine is considered light, and masculine is considered dark. So that's, that's what, you know what I mean? See where I'm going with that? So when a black man tells me he prefers dark-skinned women, in most cases, I don't even believe that. Because most of the guys that say that, when they end up getting successful, they they don't they dish the dark skin women <laughs> all the time. It's just not common. Shout to Brenda Down. Shout to Mister White. I was getting some real good booty from a Haitian woman. Does that mean I hate black women? No. Doesn't mean that at all. It means that you just had some Haitian pussy and fuck what you heard about Haitian. This woman fucked the shit out of me. That's what I picked up from it. Haitian woman got some good pussy. Maybe it's even, maybe I'm taking it even more like, yo, fuck all this shit. Fuck going to DR, I'm going to go to Haiti. That's the impression I got. Fortunately, you're right, bro. Subconsciously, I'm guilty. Yes, I'm, I'm, we're all guilty. This neighbor moved in. I seen this googly-eyed motherfucker. I said, oh, come on, bitch. And you're black with a fucking white car. What's the point? What's the fucking point? But I had to catch myself. I said, yo, I'm no different than a fucking racist ass fucking slave trader. They put them black niggas on the street. They, 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 we, 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 they were judged from the day one. They gave hell. You was light-skinned. They treated you like a fucking king. Who do we see in the old movies from the 1940s and 30s? Dark skin, big old fucking googly eyes. When we, when we watched the show, uh, uh, Little Rascals. Who's the funniest looking motherfuckers on there? The dark skinned black kid. Buckwheat. Fucking Buckwheat, nigga. We, 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 we named a character Buckwheat and got away with it. The self hate is inflicted in us. It's self hate. When you see a ghetto motherfucker move in your neighborhood and it, it, it distraught you and you want to move and sell your house, you are worse than a white man because you black. You should know bucking better. But if they moved up in there and there was a Latin one with some ghetto kids, but she was a fine little Latin one with long hair and he had some Latin. And they doing a little fucking merengue dance. It's all good. Oh, it's all fucking good then. Well, she saw she got kids a little off the wall, but damn, that fucking woman, you watch her when she go to her car, you watch her bend over, you watch her come out the house, you jerk off when you fucking see her in the summertime bending over, working out. It's fucked up. But Hollywood got lucky. Hollywood's like, yo, fuck this. We gonna have to, we gotta put this dark-skinned black man on the top. So now the dark-skinned woman suffers. 
We watch a TV show, you know what I'm saying? This shit may cut off, man. I know this fucking thing ain't gonna do this. Hold on, let me do this update. Not on a no upgrade now. The dates are available on your Mac. We'll try an update later tonight, okay? And this is what it is. Nate, you're right, but man, I'm light-skinned and I went through hell. Either I went is it dark enough or white people's thinking my mom's was white. You went through that hell, but you ask a dark-skinned person right now, they rather have went through that fucking hell because your, your hell is heaven to them. What your hell is, is heaven. That's like telling a motherfucker, yeah, man, I was broke. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't buy Jordans when I was a kid. Niggas would tell you, nigga, we didn't have shoes when we were kids. If you couldn't buy Jordans, we would have rather wore the skips that you wore. So you big worm, you know what I mean? It, 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 you, you're privileged. As a, as a light skinned man, you are more privileged than me. I'm in between, but you gonna be more privileged, cause they're gonna be like his miles must be white. Hire that motherfucker. You wanted to be black, yo. This is some fucked up shit. I'm black. I'm a fucking nigga. And they're like, oh no, the fuck you're not. Get your white ass in the fucking house, okay? You go in here and cut some fucking raisins. Let these niggas pick the raisins off the fucking jury. Let them go get the let, a raisin in the sun. Keep that motherfucker out there in the field. You were mad. You were one of the slaves that, fuck, I want to go outside. They're like, you staying up here in this cool house with this fan. Let them niggas go out there. Let them fucking burn. That's how they thought of us. Red Six the Blue says, I love the black women from the islands. They are much more lenient and light-skinned brothers like myself. Um, yeah. But just remember, you're privileged. Privileged. This, this society's fucked up. We're in a fucked up society and you're more privileged being lighter. G-Money says, the reason why the neighborhoods decrease when black people move in because of our culture. No, because of violence. Niggas don't want to go with the violence. Niggas, our culture is one parent. When you see somebody buying a house, how many fathers you see going in single father with his kid? You ain't going to see. That, that would be great. You're going to see that single mother. You know she can't control them fucking kids. We're fucked. And single women, black women buy houses. You see them buying it all the time. Single black women to buy a three-bedroom house with no kids. But we know when she kids is in there and that father's not there. Oh, we're fucked. When them kids going to grow up, they're going to be disrespectful. When I, excuse me, could you park your car over here? Fuck you, suck my dick. You can't tell the mother what the mother going to do. She ain't going to do shit. They'll lock her up if she touches them. Hot Stuff said, we both mixed. We're black and we have our own share of disrespect, also pain over the years. We need to excel as a culture and unite together, but it's not as easy as it seems. No, it's not. It's not as easy as it seems. Because I, I know women that say, yo, I went through hell with this big butt. And I used to cry. I remember my homegirl, Diane Bellamy. She wanted to fucking commit suicide because she had a fat ass. No bullshit. Middle school, she hated her butt. She used to wear 
overalls. Her ass was so fat that the overall back used to pop out because her fucking ass was so big. That's how bad this motherfucker was. So she had growing pains of her big butt. Think of the woman that had a flat ass and they teased her in the fucking 80s and 90s. You had a pancake ass. You were fucked. You're nothing. She would have rather had dealt with Diane's pains. Bitch, I would rather have had that pain of that depression rather than what I went through because I had no ass. You had no ass in high school and no titties. You were fucked. You had to suck dick. You had to suck the whole football team's dick just to get noticed. The big fact, the fact that my homegirl, she had to be a tomboy. She tried to be a how they call brothers. She tried to be rough and tough because she hated her body. Any woman that wants to be manly doesn't want to have a big butt. You ever see a, a gay woman that she's a dyke and she got big titties and ass? She tries to flatten the tits. She tries to have the pants hang down. You know what I mean? She tries to cover it up. It's crazy. Big world said, hello, and then I used to stay outside and try to get darker. It never worked. See what I'm saying? You see? I told him. I told you. He, I used to, I know you did. Ah, oh, fuck. I didn't get a tan today. That black motherfucker's like, yeah, fuck you, motherfucker. I wish I was your complexion. Because when he came up, he was, he was looked at, everybody thought he was spooky. You know what it was to be in school and be called a spook? Do you know if you were called a spook at the age of five years old, I say enough where you can remember, you're, at 55 years old, you're going to be fucked up today. That will fuck with you. Every nigga I know that was called spook in high school, they got a white girlfriend or a wife. White kids. All of them. Hispanic something. Light-skinned wife. No dark. Any nigga that went through that hell of being called spook and he doing something today, that nigga's kids is half-breed. That's pain. And we see it. We live it every day. I don't fuck with black women. What about light-skinned women? Oh, well, it depends if she got no kids. Yeah, because it's a light-skinned. They got nothing to do with the black woman. You don't love your black woman, nigger. You don't. That's a fuck. You don't love your... If you don't date black women, I don't give up. If somebody told you, what if she light-skinned? You're supposed to say, fuck out of here. They're worse. But you can't because you know you like that. Like you like light-skinned black women are irresistible. She light-skinned and she whiter than her white friend. How the fuck are you gonna say you don't like black woman? You don't like dark-skinned woman, black brother. You're fucking lying. You're poisoned. Thank you, United Kingdom. You're poisoned. I'm poisoned. I've done it. I've done it. I've been in strip clubs. Big old black, dark skin, black chair. I'm like, damn, that shit look cool. Damn, she got a nice body. Damn. Chocolate, nice. Light skin one. Damn, I put my whole face in her fucking ass. I'll suck your butthole. Excuse me? I'll suck your ass. She's like, everybody wants to suck my ass. You ain't saying nothing different. I thought your big black ass would like this big black girl. Now, I like your little fucking yellow ass because you look white. And I like white women. And my ancestors went through hell for me to be here, but I'm kind of digging this house nigger shit. Can we go inside? Well, you're not going to put your tongue on my ass because all of these motherfuckers in this whole club want to do the same thing. And you look around, it's a whole bunch of black motherfuckers. No light-skinned niggas. The only, the only one that like the dark skin is the light-skinned motherfucker. The yellow half-breed nigga, he up there, yo, Nate, I'm in love. And I'm like, wait, he's like, yo, fuck that white bitch nigga. I want this fucking black motherfucker right here. 
The European white guy walks into the spot. He's the same way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're black and beautiful. Look at your skin. That's the first thing a European white man says. Look at your skin. Black men, we go to Latin America for pussy. White men, they go to fucking damn Africa. They went black. You come over there with that half breed shit. I'm like, nah, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Bitch, you, if I wanted a white bitch, I would have stayed in the fucking London. You bring that black bitch over here. What do you think BBC is? Big black cock got nothing to do with no light-skinned man. That's a black man. The black motherfucker. Black. Light-skinned go, I'm black too. No motherfucker. You are light-skinned. You part of just everything else. You are not BBC. African niggas got the biggest dicks in the world. And we make fun of, oh, look at that old fucking African booty scratcher. Ha, ha, ha. That nigga like, yeah, okay. I'll be 90 years old, still fucking fucking. Naturally, with no fucking preservatives. Big old fat. Y'all could go to Latin America, get all that pussy you want, because they can't handle no dick. I'm here with these fucking African women. and white. They're either going to go, see, the thing is with African brothers, they're either going to be with a black woman or white. Because white, white woman can handle some dick. White women, they, they look at pain as fucking pleasure. Oh, pain, you know, like, my, my man will break your shit. They're like, shit, that motherfucker's dick is big. I want it in my ass. I want it in my ass, Nate. Latin women are going to be like, no, no, too big. Too big for my poo-poo. They don't like that. No, too, too big for my poo-poo. They getting surgeries, getting the shit tight, and they don't fuck with that. White women like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to suck it. going to put it in my ass, put it in my pussy, everything. Nobody can handle a dick like a black woman and a white woman. They are they are breed bred to, to, to handle that. But that slave master put him through hell. They put him through hell as a kid. That slave master, man, he sat there, get your black nigger ass over here. He whipped him with the whips. He did him dirty. But nobody knew he was at nighttime. He was going in there, creeping in with that black woman. He sucking them big, fat, black titties. You see them big lips. He eat her pussy. He stick his dick in there. She get pregnant. They're like, who, who the fuck? How's a kid come out? Look at this color. All them other black ones are sitting there. I don't know how that happened. Because the slave master was putting the motherfucking, he was putting them shits in there. They love that. White people love dark skin. They love it. They love skin complexion. They will build a tan salon to fucking be black. A tan salon. So you're saying other blacks did this to blacks or race in general? Other blacks did this. To, this this is a race in general. We we as black people are in pain. We don't like us. The slave master has conditioned us with this 400 years ago. You know it. If you got a whole group of black motherfuckers moving in, you live in a, a condominium in a nice building. You got a whole, you got some new neighbors moving. You see a whole bunch of black motherfuckers coming. You're like, oh shit. You see a whole bunch of half breed people coming. Oh, they got a nice black family. It's a difference. It's a difference. Yeah. Sorority said, Nate, have you ever been with a woman darker than you? Yeah. I, I Listen, I've like all women. You know what I mean? I've been with a woman. I've been with a, I had girlfriends with that was darker than me, lighter than me. I never had a colorism thing until my judgment. My judgment is the judgment where I'm catching myself. I'm like, whoa, I just played myself. 
I just gave this Latin motherfucker attention the same way these dirty motherfuckers did. I'll catch myself that way. So my attraction of women is not necessarily a color issue. It's that my position with women have been maybe the girl on the block that was light skinned. She could look like dust and look good. But the dark skinned woman, we want her to do more. We don't want her trying to be white. You understand what I'm saying? Black, dark skinned black woman to black men. They don't even know what the fuck we want. They don't know what we want. Because they're like, yo, if, he, if he's into this white girls, I'm going to have my hair pink. I'm going to get a long weave. And they're not supposed to do that. So non, well, social media is actually a good thing on it because when it comes to entertainment, there ain't no dark skin sisters repping. Maybe behind the scenes, but definitely not on the scene. They're not repping at all. You want to see the banging dark skin sisters, you got to be on social media or you have to be fortunate enough to have some banging ones that you know that live in your neighborhood or go to your school or work with you. But in most cases, we don't put them on a pedestal. We don't. We put that half white up. Oh my God, look at her. Where's she from? She could be half, just tell me where she's from Mars, half Israel. She went, to, she's got a little bit of Pluto on her. Oh yeah, I'll take it. You could describe a motherfucker. Yo, what this girl look like? Well, she's half Asian and black. Yeah, I'll take it. What's she like? Dark skin, but she's cute. Nigga, be like, well, how cute? Because now niggas is thinking that she going to like who to can't they? Our premonition, our, our mode of knowing of what a dark skin woman is, we think they all look like buckwheat. What was the light skin woman that was beautiful back in the day? Uh, she was an actress. What's her name? Somebody tell if you do. I'm talking about in the 40s and 50s. Who's that beautiful woman? The name is on the tip of my tongue. Tip of my tongue. I'm telling you, this is real shit. Nate, do you think dark-skinned men like lighter-skinned girls because of the contrast? No, they like them because they don't like the way their color is. They don't want kids their color. Dark-skinned men are usually in a light-skinned woman because that's considered... It's a, the same equivalent to a white man why he would like a dark-skinned woman. They like that color. Sometimes we like to see that color. She's white, but she got a black voice. That's, that, that contrast we like. But the contrast of seeing the, uh, a black pussy, yeah, to a degree. You like to look down at it, but pussy's pussy. So at the end of the day, it's probably better to see a black, dark-skinned woman pussy because she got pink. Her shit's more fuchsia color. Dark-skinned women have the prettiest-looking pussies on earth. But we just like that white woman so much. We just like, oh, man, she's white. I can't believe I'm fucking this white woman. Tell you. Dorothy Bainbridge, right? Dorothy, what's her name? Dorothy, not Josephine Baker. Josephine too, but Dorothy. Did you look at these women? Did you take a look? They didn't have no problem in black Hollywood. They had no problem in white Hollywood because they were white. You tell me how many Dorothy Bainbridge Dangerous, excuse me, dangerous woman you seen in the 40s and 50s compared to what was the dark skinned black people doing in the movies? Tell the truth. Now, see where I'm going with this, right? When you look at an old film from back then and you seen a dark skinned person, male or female, what was they usually doing in a white man's house? Wasn't they fucking friends? They, they wasn't out there bowling with them niggas and playing baseball. What were they doing? 
There were the fucking slaves in the house, the fucking uh, cook, the butler, the maid. But the light-skinned one wasn't. Light-skinned woman, she was the queen of black. They was like, oh, if this, if this, if this, if this is gonna be the black woman, this woman is gonna, you know, th- these women didn't go through what a dark-skinned black woman had to go through in Hollywood, because she was able to play roles. She was a singer. She was a Broadway star. Yeah, she had to deal with racism among that, but she was not exempted completely because she had the physical color. Come on, people. We know what this is. You know it. Tell the truth. Am I lying? If you think of roots, are you going to think of a whole bunch of yellow motherfuckers going in the cop picking some cotton? No, you're going to see a whole bunch of black motherfuckers, bald-headed, women with the fucking thing on their head, aunt your mama, and Picking cotton and, and corn. We don't think we don't think of a field nigga. That's why they call the field niggas a field nigga. The fucking house niggas a house niggas. Completely different. They're in the house. Yeah, they was in there. Let me tell you what the field niggas were doing. The field niggas was in the house. They was being maids too, but they wasn't out there in that fucking damn field. That field was brutal. Watch, watch, watch. What's the movie? The Jamie Foxx movie. Watch, watch fucking Django. Watch Django. The only thing is with Django, Samuel Jackson was miscast. Like that was supposed to have been a fair skinned man. I didn't like Samuel Jackson's thing because that he's a field nigga. That was a field nigga by default. But he was Uncle Tom. So they dealt with him a little differently. You know what I'm saying? But all them little pretty little light skinned girls, when that, when they when at the end of the movie, I watched that movie a million times. At the end of the movie, what all them black women that left that fucking house, who do you think casted them? I bet you Jamie Foxx did. I bet you. So we got to think about what do we really, really, let's, let's really, like, li- listen, when a black man is going to these foreign countries and he's like, yeah, because they're starving out there, there's prostitution, nigga, there's prostitution in Africa. There's prostitution in the West Indies all over. You can look at a Dorothy Dangerous, go, go, go to YouTube and punch in Dorothy Dangerous. Watch a movie with her. And say, what a fucking beautiful, I can't believe this woman's black. And it's and, and, and the diss is, you're going to say, that's a black woman? Yes, that's a black woman. Dorothy Dangerous was a black woman. And who's the other one that was in Do the Right Thing? She was married to uh, the brother, what's her name, Ruby D? Punching Ruby D. That was my favorite. Ruby D was the finest yellow woman in history. Natural. No fake titties, no fake ass, no fake teeth. Look at Ruby D. Ruby D at her prime was fine as a motherfucker. Black people knew it. Them slave masters used to look and say, man, how can these black men, they so strong. This guy just lifted this up. Man, motherfucker. But they knew they had the control. They take that whip. I'll get your nigga ass over there. I have control over this black monkey. That's how he used to think. 
The field one, ah, you're in the house, but you can't do what this field nigga do. I'm watching him. But then he see that big old fat black ass. He said, God damn. Look at this old black nappy-headed motherfucker. Look at her ass. Look at this big gigantic ass. White man looking at He looking at this white boy. He said, yo, you, you see this shit? He like, I do. They're not going to believe we into this shit, but fuck it. Like, I got to I got to I got to taste this pussy. And then once you go black, you never go back. That, my, that That's a rule. Black man don't believe that. Because the black man is trained to believe that black people, we don't believe we're that superior. We don't, black people don't believe that. Only people that know this is whites. White people know. They look, they we learn from slavery. Once you go black, you never go black. But black folks to each other, we're like, nah, that's. We don't think like that. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Yeah, we heard all that shit, but we don't use that shit. We don't use that concept. The lighter the woman, the more successful I'm going to be. That's that's what's, that's the pain that's in our community. Debbie Allen, Felicia Rashad. Oh my God, Are you talk you talking about? See, people think yellow people just came out thirty years ago. We we this is going back 50, 60, 70 years, man. Ruby D was probably one of my favorite ones. She's my favorite because I couldn't have beautiful eyes, man. Oh my goodness. Ruby D. 1949, Gloria Hendrick. Yes, yeah, she, she's a fine dark skinned sister. She was, but there wasn't dark skinned sisters out there like that. They was in a field. They went through hell. Why do you think when I was in school, dark skinned people got teased? I went to school during the era of Roots. So they went through hell. I just watched Roots last night. I'm going to, my boy Caleb Buchanan, I'm going to smoke this nigga tomorrow. I just watched fucking Roots three times. Wait I'm, wait till I see Caleb on Monday. Nigga, I watch Roots. No, no, Nate, please, Nate, no. Nigga, I watch Roots. You know what I'm about? Come over here, nigga. Take my belt and whip your fucking ass. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. We're fucked. We're in pain. We're, there's no, there's no, and the pain is so bad with us. Other races jumped on this shit. We're the culprit, though. We're the leaders. Now, this is the twisted shit, right? Now, what looks better to you? A dark-skinned Asian or a white Asian? Well, obviously, to me, dark-skinned Asians are exotic. A darker-skinned Hispanic woman, exotic. Right? A white woman that got a tone like Sicilian, exotic. Dark-skinned woman for a black man? Nah, that's too black. Too fucking black for me, nigga. I don't do black. That's how we are. We're fucked up. That's pain. We we rather date a dark-skinned Asian woman and she's exotic, but when she's a dark-skinned black woman, she automatically, she's Kuta Kente's fucking daughter. We're fucked. Boycott them. Go where you're celebrated, not where we're tolerated. Um, we're only celebrated here in America. The black man is not even celebrated in a, in a, in a Latin country. He's only a trick. They know we hate ourselves and we go there by their woman. 
I know people that told me, yo, I live in Colombia. When we see black people on the fucking, when we see black guys on the fucking damn plane, we already know what it is. We could be at Kennedy fucking airport. They're like, oh, black niggas on the plane. They're going to buy some of the Spanish pussy. They don't want their own black women. And we don't either. See what I mean? So they're racist. If they're racist already, we just co-sign it. We trying to do what they do. My man told me in Colombia, the dark-skinned woman on the strip get no love. He said, well, because they got attitudes. Of course they got fucking attitudes. They out there trying to sell pussy all day with the light-skinned girls and nobody's fucking trying to talk to them. When you have an attitude too, if you're sitting out all day, My boy, from his perspective, he's going to be like, nah, because the dark-skinned woman they got, because he said black women got attitudes. No, nigga. It's because they're not acknowledged. Black women are on the defense. They know the deal. They know niggas. You know, they know we fucked up as people. They know they, they know the hell. They know the hatred. They know it. Black people got attitudes. Our attitudes. My attitude's fucked up sometimes. My attitude was fucked up when I seen my neighbor because I wasn't raised that way. I judged her even. I was raised with love and I still judged my own black sister. If she was white, I wouldn't have did that. First thing we thinking about, oh boy, here's a sister, probably got some baby kids. This is some bullshit. Shout out to hot stuff. Oh, no question. I'll see you next time. Now listen, I love both of y'all, man, baby. (laughs) Shout out to hot stuff. Two nine one two. That's my girl right there. Salute, bad little sisters right there. Now look at them. You see, you see, you see what they are. They know that right now. They heard all this talk I just said. They, watch, watch when they go to the club tonight. These black niggas gonna be in line with them. They see them white faces. Oh my fucking goodness, Nate. Nate's told the truth. Look at look at the look at the picture of hot a hot stuff two nine one two. They gonna go to the club because they listening to this shit. They like, yo, Nate, this is some real shit. Yeah, watch. Notice how they ain't say one black, one bad thing about that dark skinned black man. They said, man, fuck that. I want that nigga black and tatted up. I want his kids. When you fucking a white woman and she tell you, baby, I want your fucking kids. She mean it. Latin woman gonna be like, no, 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 come inside. No, 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 come inside. White man gonna be, give it to me, give me, I want your babies, give me your fucking babies, I'll swallow them, put them inside of me. They want them. They want them the way a black woman want them. Black, black woman want that black man's kids. They loyal to their black man. White woman like, yo, fuck that. I could give me a white man, but man, fuck this. This black dick is way better. Shout to hostile. <laughs> tell you. <laughs> We got to wake up, man. We got to wake up. We got work to do. Got a lot of work to do. We really do. We really do. We are in pain more than anybody. We are in pain. And that pain sometimes becomes challenging. It's challenging when we have the pain of male and female and we 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 don't express it. See, we expressed it. It'd be. I, I just expressed it. You know, I've expressed it. You know what I mean? Shout out to Anthony. What up, man? I've expressed it. You gotta express. Listen, I feel like this. 
and I encourage more women to do this. I want to be questioned without being judged. I want you, I want to be able to share my journey with you. But I don't want you to feel like you have an opinion because then I'm not going to tell you anything. So you got to take advantage of, Nate, what makes you tick? And I may say, you know what makes me tick? Me having three girls on the side of my woman. And you have to not say, well, that's fucked up. I'm not going to, I'm going to unsubscribe. You have to say, okay. And don't judge. Don't be like, don't, don't get, well, you may be insecure. No, bitch, this has nothing to do with insecure. Why don't you ask me, why do you feel you have three different women is on the side? And I'm like, because I love pussy. Get involved. Because a man is not going to tell you that. So once you judge us, you you stop your flow of questions. You know what I mean? It's like, you ever see on the first 48 when somebody sits down with a criminal and they're like, so they try to be their friend and give them some water because they trying to be cool with this nigga. Psychology. Like, you know what I'm saying? True psychology, you can't be judged. If I sit down with a therapist or, or a pastor, I need to tell them, listen, I love women. I don't think I'm never going to change. And they got to be able to say, so what is it about women you like? And I got to be able to tell them the truth. I got to be like, I love the inside. I love the way that butt look. I need to be descriptive without them saying, no, no, no. Because once you say no, 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 then I'm like, you know what? Maybe we should stop talking. Excuse me? Maybe we should stop talking. Like, you're making me feel uncomfortable. I want to be able to express. I want to be able to say myself. So that's why when y'all say, yo, Nate, what's going on, man? Yo, I missed the interviews. I'm like, well, you, you probably won't see an interview with me interviewing anybody. I don't like doing that. Not on a stream. Unless I have the interview of the person sitting on the side right here with this microphone and we're chopping up. Yes, that's different. That's different. But you won't see me or, or, or outside and I'm interviewing you outside. But, you know, side to side, if we're doing a stream, a live stream or a podcast, I don't think it's exciting to hear what the woman wants to do anymore. It's exciting to hear the woman ask the man the questions without arguing. How about that? How about that? How about how about you ask me the questions without fucking getting pissed off? Because you want to relate it to your husband or your man or the, a, a guy that did you dirty in the past. Stop doing that. Y'all wanted to see the girl that was here the other day, Pam Galvez? Yes, but Pam comes here. You know, I'm not interviewing her because I don't have no interest to do that. Unless we're outside, I'm in the studio, she's here, then that's different. But if we're going to stream that, what am I gonna ask? What it's like, you know, I could do this by myself, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if anything, you need to have me be the one to answer the question. Because my name is Nathaniel. What does the name say right here? What does that name say? What is it Axe Nathaniel? Ask me. Hit the like button, y'all. This is off the top of the head. We just talking. But I just want to tell you, black people, this is why we in pain. We in pain. I I need to love, I need to show the love to my sisters that I was taught. I'm not giving my, I'm not, I haven't been giving my, my sisters the proper love. I haven't. I'm guilty to that. I haven't been giving my sisters the proper love. I have not. Pain is free when black women divest and rest of their femininity with other races of men who provide and build. Nobody except dummies struggle love. 
we all doing the same thing, brother. Nobody's destroying the black man more than a black man. I'm sorry. Black men want to cop out. We 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 always want the easy route of shit. Black women have got nothing to do with that. And they still be wanting to be with us after all that. So, nah, it's not true. Any black man, respectfully, I'm not trying to diss you, but any black man that believes that's because he struggles with getting black women. I love my black women, but I don't feel that I've been given in the proper love. You understand what I'm saying? And they're not the issue. So as a result of me saying I haven't been given the proper love, if more black men would admit that, our women would be stronger. They're not stronger because we're not giving them the proper love. We're not. You and me. I'm not. You're not. The minute you say, yeah, I like me a little Latina, you just you just disrespected your black woman. Why can't you just say, man, I just want me a beautiful black essence sister with some dreadlocks. and you know, why, why can't she be that? We don't put our black men on a pedestal. We don't put our black women on a pedestal. Black women put a black man on a pedestal more than we put them on a pedestal. And the reason why black women are hurt because the black man is just not repping them enough. You see it. Show me the last time you seen a group of American men go to Africa to look for some woman. They don't do that. They all go to Latin America to look for fucking prostitutes. Yes, it does. The channel speaks for itself. It's a rap. It's a fact. Salute to you, Nervin. Yeah. The Haitian against Dominican, black against Guyana, you know, you know, America. It's just it's just a we all we all fucked up. It's pain. Indian Guyanese don't fuck with black Guyanese. What, what kind of stupid shit is that? Or Indian Trinidadians don't fuck with they feel more superior than black Trinidad. You know what I mean? It's stupid. But it's all from slavery. We've been trained to think like that. And we do it. That's how we are the way we are. You're the way you are. We don't have self-love of self. We, we don't show that. When a man's walking in a mall with a black woman, he doesn't, black man doesn't feel strong. He feels strong when he got that big butt white chick or the Latin one. Don't let it be Latin. Don't let it be Latin. Any black, average black motherfucker flip for that. Because Latin women are powerful on all races. They get Chinese men, you know what I'm saying? They get white men, they get it. Latin women steal it all. They, they eat it all up. That's why they cheat the most. What, what nationality a woman cheat the most? Nationalities be like white woman, black woman. Why's that black? Yeah, black woman, because they don't treat me right. No, Latin woman, because they the highest demand worldwide. Did you know a Latin woman are more desirable than any woman on earth? Did you know that? Did you know that? Did you know that? Because it's exotic. See, niggas will go for exotic appeal before they go for natural appeal. Authentic appeal. Laid back appeal. Niggas want that exotic. Everybody want that. You don't want no regular piece of shrimp. You want that exotic shrimp. You don't want that island. You don't want to go to Staten Island. You want to go to an exotic island. Exotic is powerful. We downplay our black woman for exotic. We downplay our white woman for exotic. She can only be exotic if she's Latin. Because she's everything in one. She's white, Spanish, black, everything mixed up. They love that shit. Kenya Clark said, love is a myth. People are going to be people. Um, you don't have no love. You didn't get a lot of love in your life, clearly. Clearly. 
This is a this is a prime example of a man in pain. Listen to this. Listen to this statement. This is a statement of a person that is in pain. Doesn't even know what love is. Listen to this sad statement. Love is a myth. People are going to be people. This person has no love. And even and watch him. Now watch this is the trick. Watch him say, "I do have love." You just said love is a myth. So how do you come back? I want to hear how he's going to come back from this. Kenyon Clark. Kenyon Clark is hurt. He probably had no love from his mother, from his father. His sister's probably pissed in his fucking book bag. Every girl he loved fucking was so pussy and fucked another man. You know what I mean? Has no love. There's no love there. That, that's, a, that's what I mean. You think I'm bullshitting? Kenyon Clark ain't white. That's a black. That's Listen to my title. Fuck the name of the damn channel. Listen to the title. Listen to the title. Black people are more in pain than any race. This black man just said love is a myth. People are going to be people. He failed. That's a failure. No disrespect. He's a failure of love. Now watch this. Watch watch the rebuttal. Watch this, y'all. I'm not going to even read it, but watch this. Watch what he says. I said they say you can trust people to do what people do. I say that to say you can trust people to do. You hurt. I know you're wounded. You remind me of the guy that I was fucking his wife for 15 years and you've been with her for 16 years and you find out about me and now you want to leave her because she was doing this behind your back. You're that guy. You're the guy that you want this exotic woman and you feel you're entitled to that, but you can't get her. You can't barely even get near her. You understand what I'm saying? I know that. That's why when you said your statement, you told everything about you. This is what I do, my brother. You've been better off not even commenting, but I'm glad you did because you just solidified. This is the comment I needed. I needed this comment. You just, this is a proven fact. Why black, Nate, why black people are in pain? Because people like Kenyon Clark and most of us black folks believe love is a myth. People are going to be people. This comes from a a black woman that's been shitted on and her man wants to fuck every Latin woman. Uh, okay, now here, here it goes. Now watch. So I want to show you, this is the levels it goes to. It goes to expression to let me clean this up to defense. So now he just made another comment. Here's defense. This is the emotion now, the emotion, the emotion. Never been cut like that, bro. I never had no problems with getting women. Okay, so let me get this straight. Love is a myth. People are going to be people. Wrong. That's incorrect. I've been raised with love. I'm a, I'm the love doctor. So you're wrong. That's wrong. Then you said, I say that to say you, can, what does that mean? I, you first and foremost, what kind of vocabulary are we using here? Push. I say that to say, just say, I'm saying you can trust people to do what people do. What, what, what is this thing about people going to do what people going to do and then the next statement is I can say you can trust people do what does this people do doodly 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 squat this is this is bullshit so then you say never been cut like that because you're being now you're being defensive you have been cut like that I know you have you have been cut like that I'm I'm looking you in your face and I'm telling you right now you've been cut like that because you remind me of the simple individuals I grew up with. They call them simps now. I don't like the word simp, but you're simple. I know you're hurt. 
It's very simple to see that. And you're not that, I never had no problems with getting women. Oh, really? I could put you on the three women a night. I'll give you their contacts. Let's see if you could pull it. I bet you fucking 10,000 a piece, you ain't going to go no fucking way with it. So you do have problems getting women. Because if you was getting women the way you said you get women or think of you're going to impress me with getting women, you wouldn't have made that statement. That's why people are confused now now, because you're not making any sense. Never been cut like that, bro. Never been cut like what? You've been cut. A cut is a cut. I don't, if you fall and cut your fucking hand, nigga, a cut is a cut. You've been cut. You've been hurt and you've been undesirable. And it's frustrating because you know what? You gave up. That's why you said love is a myth. So if love is a myth, and then you're going to rebuttal, give me this rebuttal and say, never been cut like that, bro. I have no, no problems getting women. A man that doesn't have problems getting women wouldn't say love is a myth. A man that has no problem getting love as a woman, only problem he has is staying with one. Because he knows everybody else loves him. So you're lying. Nobody loves you like that. Maybe your mama, maybe your daddy, but not the woman. You ain't you ain't shaking no woman out here like that, my buddy. Trust me, you're not. Moving along, like I said, the reality is that we're in pain and we got work to do. I think you said enough. Matter of fact, you actually ended this video. <laughs> it's sad. Wait, Elijah House said it's sad to say there's no there's so much hate in our community. We need to have more pride where we come from. Yes, we do. But we don't show that pride when we get on those planes. You talk to a black traveler, you know what that means? I travel to Latin countries for pussy because I don't fuck with black women. That's what a black a black traveler, that's what it is. You know what it does when a white man travels? He goes to fucking Africa. We don't want nothing to do. Average black motherfucker don't want to have nothing to do with going to the motherland. All we want is that Latin pussy. Latin pussy. Nigga said love is a fucking myth. You, if that's not paying people, what is? Love is a myth? <sighs> but he never had no problem getting a woman. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. You must be, are you fucking crazy? You, do you know me by now? You should know you was going to put yourself in hot water on that. Stop it. You sound fucking stupid. That's foolish. I never had. Yes, you did. Because I already predicted you was going to do it. I told the crowd. I said, he's going to get defensive. Instead of you saying, yo, Nate, I appreciate you bringing this up. I do feel the way I do. I don't feel that love. I feel love is a myth because I've been hurt all my life. You, you, you would have, you would have thought you would have did a comment like that because then that would have been an expression. I would have said a legit expression. I would said, you know what, brother? I appreciate you for admitting that because most men wouldn't have said that. But you wanted to come up in here like you was fucking Billy D. Williams, nigga. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. What I look like to you? This is what I do for a living, bro. Are you kidding me? I'm here with no headphones on my head, nigga. And you coming here telling me that love is a fucking myth. I'm telling you, I'm, I, I'm telling you that we're in pain. When I mean, you want to come up here and act like you motherfucking damn, you know what I mean? Arnold Schwarzenegger, this bitch. I get woman, it ain't nothing. I'm Billy D. Williams. No, you're not. You wanted to be, but dad didn't teach you how to do that. And now you're older now and you're fucking frustrated. You've been hurt. You cried. You sat in that bathroom and cried. Why did she cheat on me? Why she didn't love me, Nate? I loved her. 
I loved her. Nate, I loved her, man. But here you play that big, strong, yeah, man, ain't nothing to me. Fuck a bitch. I don't give a fuck. Fuck a bitch. Only thing a bitch could do is cook me some grit. Yeah, you've been hurt. That's pain. So love is a myth. That means you've been hurt, brother. Thank you, Elite Night Legend. Now I love the myth. Yeah, don't worry. Shout out to ABV Box. <laughs> listen, I tell people this. Listen, I'm not a stand-up comic. However, I do believe black comedy is whack now. I don't like black comedy. I think black comedy is boring. They need to do things like I'm doing here. Have lectures. Be funny without trying to be funny. See, black comedians, we they try to be funny too much. You ever notice that? What y'all niggas got to do is, motherfucker, yeah, look at this motherfucker here in the crowd. It, I fuck his wife. Right now, they got to use the disrespect. Disrespect your wife. You came to see the nigga at the show. Now he got no material. Now he got to get on the fucking cup on the front. Instead of just letting it go, I could sit back and be me. This is what I do. When you love who you are, you have to know the palm and ground and knowing, yo, I love myself so much, I need to fix some things. I'm not quite right. I'm kind of spoiled to love. I'm so spoiled to love, I downplayed love because I didn't want everybody knowing that I had a good um, excuse me, um, support system. I didn't want to because nobody really had that. Now I'm proud about it. So when they could tell you that I'm proud, I'm proud of, let me share this because I have some issues. I've been doing some wrong with my own black people. I don't want to dish you, brother. But you're coming in here with the same attitude. We're talking about pain, nigga. Just say, yo, Nate, I'm fucked up. Thank you for doing this video. I appreciate you expressing this because I got some issues. And I want to say, you know what, brother? You're very, you're quite welcome. That's more valuable to me than a fucking drop in a box, nigga. Well, I mean, sure, you could drop the box, but uh, you could drop something in the box, but it's more valuable to me because you're acknowledging the fact that, hey, you're right on this. I know I'm right because I'm black and I'm in pain. I'm in pain. I see some of these Spanish women. I said, nah, nah, we're not doing that. I don't, I don't want to give, you know what I mean? We're not doing that. I got the things to do. I got work to do. I got to be better for you. I can't say I'm a leader and I'm not leading. It's hard to stay with one woman. It's hard. It's, 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 it's easy to love one woman, but it's hard to be committed to one. That's why I commend men that are married. I don't want to get married and give 50%. I don't want to get married and give 80%. I want to give 100%. You fuck behind your woman's back as a guy. You fuck behind your wife. You're like, God damn. This is just what I didn't want to do. This is what I didn't fucking. I had to put the ring, hide the motherfucker, came home without it in my hand. It was in my pocket. My wife seen that shit. Had lipstick all in my fucking jeans. It's different. I don't want to be like that. But how does this get how does this demon get out of our system? I love myself, but I love pussy. Fuck. What am I gonna do? The woman, the beauty, the feet. I love feet and ass and titties and beautiful face and little. Ooh, what am I gonna do? Can somebody God give me the Give me the answers. Help me out. Why does this appetite the way it 
is. It feels good, but why does it feel good if it's so wrong? My father married my mother. Why am I not married yet? My father married. I don't know my father not to be married to my mother. I came into the world and we're married already. I popped up. Oh, hey, dad. You know what I'm saying? This is not easy. What do I do? It's no joke. It's a struggle. And as a man, it's a bigger struggle because I can speak for a lot of men. I know you guys, you sit there, you got your kids in the house, nice house. You love your wife. She's nice looking. She's cooking for you. You looking at that little porn. You're like, God damn, what I would do to fuck this girl. You get a text from a chick. What you doing? I want to see you. I want to suck some cock. And you're like, you know what? I'll be right fucking over. Hey, honey, I'm going out there to cut the grass at my friend's house. You got to make up a whole bunch of lies. And you go over there. You fuck this woman. You're like, wow, now I feel good. I needed that pussy. I'm that guy. But it's wrong. Don't make it right. What do I do? It's a struggle. Do I trust myself? Yeah, well, I'm not no rapist or nothing like that, but to the point of like, will I trust myself into being a woman? This woman's like, yo, we need to pop tonight. I want to see you. I'm going to be like, you know what? I can make that work. Let me work on that. I'll fucking, what time you need me there? Midnight. No fucking problem. I got three, four hours to figure this shit out. How the fuck am I going to do it? She doesn't go to bed at 12 o'clock. Should I go home? Should I do videos until fucking 3 a.m.? I don't know. Some men don't have that struggle. Some men, like, damn, Nate, if I had one woman, I'd be happy. It's a struggle. And a lot of men can relate. That's why I'm big on married men. I'm like, yo, man, that's a good look. Because I'm having a problem doing that. That's scary. I went through death, and marriage is more scary than that. This is my wife. This is the end. There's no more bullshit. There's no more. I, I could. Whatever I do now is a violation to my marriage. You could be with your girl for 20 fucking years. Yeah, you cheated, whatever, whatever. That's my girl. We're married. Well, we've been married for two years. Have you fucked around yet? Not quite yet. But I'm wanting to. It's a struggle. I salute my man that's married. I salute my woman that's married. I salute my woman to deal with us. Deal with us black men. Well, us dick slinging motherfuckers. We just love the fuck. Our big dicks. How is it a blessing when this is our problem? Niggas with little dicks got this issue. Niggas with big dicks. Well, I can speak for niggas with big dicks. This is a fucking struggle. What am I going to do? Can I stay loyal for the rest of my life? Can I just stop looking? Can I stop flirting? Do I got to hit a brick wall? Why is it that black man? Why we, Why is it we the only fucking race that fucks with everybody? Why you don't hear a black man, white man? I fuck anything. The only black, the only man that'll fuck any race is a black man. We don't give a fuck where you from. We are the least, most racist people on the earth. 
You're pretty. You got a fat ass and tits. It's a fucking rap. I'm fucking you. God, give me the strength. Give me the strength to bring my people together stronger by being allowed to express truth. We don't need therapists in our community. We need women to understand us. I want to be able to be transparent. I don't want to hear you hit me in the head with the milk carton and shit. I want to be transparent. Tell me. I want a threesome. Well, shit, nigga, I want a fucking group sex. I want your boy to fuck me. Okay, yeah, I didn't think of that. Give me something to think about. Don't commit to me with everything. Because I'm never satisfied fully. I'm black. I'm always going to want more. And as black people, we should be happy with the things we have. We we want more for what? What do we want more for? I grew my hair. I grew a beard. I proved that I can do that. I didn't have to put extensions in my shit. That's great. But I want more. I mean, man, I need a vacation. Is that going to help? No, that's not going to calm me down. I don't want to take a vacation in COVID. It doesn't feel, it feels awkward. Maybe I'll take a cold shower. I don't, I can't take cold showers. I got to take a hot one. I want to fuck. I love the, the mode of putting the condom on, sticking it in and seeing the reaction and the woman got her socks and shoes on the place and everything is naked and I'm just like, wow, why does this feel so good and it's so wrong? And our black women are thinking like, well, damn, this is what he likes, right? So we're doing it. So you got all these black women turning up. Everybody want to be a prostitute and cock their ass up and put dildos in them on live TV cameras and Instagram. But we're ruining ourselves. We're oversexed. Our black women want to be accessible to us, but we don't even want them. We want everybody else. We want we want pussy. They want black man. We want pussy. Yeah, I see you, baby, but I, I'm trying to go over here tonight. This is a struggle. And the more y'all watch these videos, I'm just going to be truthful with you. It's no joke. I got it good right now. I got it good. I got it my home, my life right now is a good life. It is. I'm in a good position by God's grace because God has given me everything I need. Everything that I need, I got. Everything that I need, I got. However, there's some wants. That's the struggle. God has said, you, you, get, you got everything you need. You don't need anything else. It's the wanting. It's that disease of wanting. I want that. I want a Mercedes-Benz G63. I want to fuck this one. I need me a white broad. I need this. I want to go fuck somebody's brains out. Then God takes my blessings away. He takes them away. I gave you everything you need. You just, you're going to lose everything now. I'm going to punish you. I'm afraid of being married and ruining that. He will punish you. God gives you blessings. You take advantage of the blessings I give you. 
you're going to suffer. You may not suffer tomorrow. You may not suffer 10 years from now, but you're going to suffer before you leave this earth. You're going to pay for that. You talk about that one night, God, I thought you forgave me. Oh yeah. Well, would you forgive your wife? No, I know you won't, Daniel. You, you, you can't forgive a woman. You can't. Your pain, her pain is your pleasure. Or her pleasure is your pain. She cheats you, you're hurt. Ex-girlfriends, I try to call some of these women from the past. You know, if I ever stepped out on my woman, it would never be with a woman from the past. Every woman I know from my past it's terrible right now. Horrible. Horrible. All fucked up. All fucked up. Not even physically. I see one of my friends today. She sent me a video. I couldn't believe. I said, oh, shit. This age shit is real. Weight gain, everything. It was crazy. But now I see mentally my black sisters, my ex-girlfriends, they fucked up. They, they've had it. Even if they're Hispanic, they still my black sisters. Fucked up. We can't even be friends. Because they're like, no, nigga, you didn't got on with your life. And as a result of you going on with your life, my shit's fucked up because I'm with this fucking loser. I want stardom. I want G63. Give me a little mini mansion in Manhattan. I mean, uh, in Jersey. God is like, you don't need all that. What you're doing right now is what I need you to do. I need you to talk to these people the way you're talking to them. I gave you a mouth. I gave you wisdom. I gave you a father and mother to teach you this wisdom, son. In your world, you guys do something bad. You get punished for it. You do a crime. You get punished for it. You run a ticket. You get punished. You could have got a ticket the other day when that cop pulled you over, but he let you go. Now, I may forgive you sometimes, but sooner or later, you're going to lose because you're playing games with me. And one thing about me, about being God, I don't like the games to play with. It's not easy. It's a Friday night. The right thing to do was to go home and enjoy this chicken wings and uh, margarita pizza. The wrong thing to do was to go home and make a call and try to fuck somebody. But my angels are looking at me. They're like, no, no, we, we, we can't let you do that. Nope. Can't let you do it. So we're not going to have it accessible. Ex-girlfriends you talk to or female friends, nope, they're no longer accessible. Nope, because everything you need doesn't match up with the things you want. And everything that you need in life can't be with the things you want. So either accept this good life or I'll give you what you want, but be careful what you ask for. Because you may get what you want, but it ain't going to be the way you want it. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you all. I appreciate y'all. I hope this testimony was going to strengthen you. And welcome to the only way that the billionaire mindset is only able to do with these videos. The billionaire mindset. Truth, expression. Uncut. Unrehearsed. Expression. Truth. Matter. Focus. Don't take advantage. I'm around these great, incredible women. Do the right thing. No fucking, no touching, no nothing. I appreciate y'all. And I hope that there's men out there. And I know there's a lot of men. I don't want y'all commenting, but I know your struggle. I know that struggle. Either you're struggling because you wish you could be in a position, 
or you're struggling where you wish you wasn't in the position. The struggle could be, hey, damn, Nate, I wish I could just get one good woman. I wish I could have what you have at home. And the other side is, Nate, I feel you. I got it good, but boy, I got three motherfuckers now. They all text me and I wish I could fuck up, stick this dick in all of them. But you know what? The right is wrong. Right is right and wrong is wrong. You know it. You know it. You know it. You know what you're supposed to be doing. You know what you're supposed to be doing. We in pain. You got kids. You got family. You got parents. You have parents that's probably not here. But you have a responsibility, and that responsibility is to live on. If they were bad in the past, you're supposed to change that. If they were good in the past, you're supposed to maintain that. Either way, you got to get to work. You got to get to work. We're out of control. Our race is out of control. We judge each other. We pull each other down. We're worse than crabs in a bucket. We are niggas in the motherfucking fields. That's what we are. That's what we are. We don't like house niggas. House niggas don't like us. That's all we doing. Same shit, same slavery shit. Fuck that light-skinned bitch. Fuck that black motherfucker. It's the same shit. Same shit. They was dealing with the same shit on the fucking fields. The same shit. I love you all, man. I love you all, but we got to do better. This is bad. This is bad. Oh, trap music. uh, uh, Gang coaching, all the above. Come on, what? Then we go to the feds and we tell. So the only gang that we're afraid of is the federal government. So what's the point of having a gang when these niggas could take your freedom away and fuck your whole life up? We can't go against them. So how thug are we really? How much are we really doing? We ain't doing shit. They're like, well, nigga, listen, we'll give you 100 years. And we'll make money for having your stupid black ass in there. And you're going to do what the fuck we tell you to do. So we are the real gang. Welcome to the federal government. Much love to y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Peace.